escuché la, la ciudad respirando. Escuché la, la ciudad respirando. Escuché la. The new moon rode high in the crown of the metropolis. Shining like who on top of this? People with sussling, uh, arguing and bustling. We're on the air. Gangsters are gone. You know what? We're about to do this. We're about to make this happen one more time. It is a uh, it's a special episode of Swatches and Boomboxes. That it is. Uh, and I am Jim Search, and you can find me on Twitter at Jim Search. Uh, you can go on Instagram and find me at much the same of Jim Search. And, of course, you can go to JimSearchComedy.com to find all your Jim Search needs. I don't know how many more times I can say my name in one breath, but I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> Jim Search, Jim Search, Jim Search. Uh, but, no, this is Watches the Boombox, a, uh, a look at 90s hip-hop in all of its glory. And uh, to my right, I have my partner in crime, my fellow Swatch and Boombox, I am Neil Charles, and you can uh, check out my website at neilcharles.com. You can find me on Instagram at Certified Hilarious, and you can find me on Twitter as Neil Charles FTW for the win. Because <laughs> we stay winning. That's, stay that's what we well. do out there, is we're constantly winning, not putting up L. Uh, <laughs> You know, we have a, uh, we have a, uh, this is a special episode. It is. This is the uh, first time this watches Boombox's history. Absolutely. We have not one guest, but yep. two. Oh, yeah. word? Two, two, know two that. guests. Oh, shit. Get to make Damn. history. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're here making history every day. And so uh, I want to uh, first introduce uh, our guest number one. And this is in no particular order because you're right. both, uh, it's like, how do you pick? How do you pick between yeah. two? Yeah. Um, I want to uh, introduce our first guest, uh, very funny dude. I feel like I'm on a show and I'm introducing him. <laughs> yeah. I, I had that yeah. cadence, but I'm really trying not to. Uh, this, uh, this dude we got on, uh, you and I have chopped it up a lot about life. You know Absolutely. What I mean? There's been a lot of, and just like random run-ins in the street mm-hmm. where it's just like, yo, what are you doing, man? You want to talk about life and shit? Let's go. Yeah. So when I was, and I was trying to get you on the show and I was like, yo, there's a dude who knows 90s hip hop who I'd love to have on here just to pick his brain and perspective because you grew up you grew up in Brooklyn absolutely you know? and you know I really wanted to uh, really want to talk to you about uh, the album that you picked out but no further ado Drew Doughty yes Drew Doughty uh, Brooklyn New York comedian you can find me at do I shout out my uh, yeah you can yes. watch your social uh, footprint. Twitter is the best way to find me. I would shout out my website, but my ex-girl owns that shit. So, uh, <laughs> at Drew Dowdy, and that's D-O-W-D-E-Y on Twitter and on Instagram. Holla at your boy. There he is. And uh, pleasure to have you on, man. Thank you, man. And, pleasure um, to be here. We uh we and have I, I mean that too you know a lot of people say that and they don't mean it. <laughs> Drew, Drew really Doughty is one of the most sincere dudes. <laughs> he really is, yeah, man. Game. I'm really he, he really to does be here and talk about hip hop. Yeah. yeah, and you know I will say Drew does definitely call it out as it's happening, <laughs> which I respect, man. I really do. He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to be honest, man. You know, just well have real moments. And they happen, man. Yeah. They do. It's not a lot uh, of that in the comedy game, and we we appreciate that. Oh, thank oh, you, yeah. dude. That. Thank you, man. Yep. Breath, of, breath of fresh air. Oh, well. 
Uh, guest number two. Yep. Uh, a uh, friend of the show. The second homie. time. Yep. Second time return. Yep. Uh, Nasser Khan, man. Welcome mm-hmm. back, dude. Hey, great to be back here, man. It's a... Uh... So this is legendary. <laughs> um, I wouldn't go that far <laughs> because when you say legend, people think of you know like Prince. I think he's a legend. Uh, we were just talking about Sean Price. Sean mm-hmm. Price is a legend. Yeah. We we're not, but I appreciate that. Legends in the making, man. How yeah, legend, legend, legend in the making. Oh, this moment is legendary. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, right. This, yeah. this energy. That's what I meant. The synergy. <laughs> <laughs> and Nasser, uh, you uh, got back on here. Uh, Drew hit me up and was like, yo, man, uh, this dude commented on, because uh, Drew posted not, something. Not even. He hit me up on my inbox like instantly because I posted something on yeah. uh, Facebook on my news feed about Blackstar. And Nasir hit me up in like 30 seconds. Yeah, and was like, wow. yo, I got a lot of love for the album. And then you were like, yo, why doesn't he come through and uh, chop it up? About Not it? only that, it's what he said. Do you have the message of what you sent me? Yeah, and about- uh, first things first, I, I sent him a message because, uh, one, I hate notifications. And okay. uh, yeah. two, I hate small talk. And Is that so, why I don't get no likes? Uh, <laughs> he gets so like, no likes, no comments. Oh. I, like, I like everything. I said, uh, okay, here's what we said anti-intellectual stuff okay here we go uh, <laughs> i told him i said i can't explain it but this album taught me how to be a brown person in america even if my experience was different than the artists wow yeah, and nice. that's why i was like yo we gotta get this dude get him on, okay because that's it's good to get the brown perspective yeah you know I mean? yeah uh-huh. definitely um and so and why the fuck not you know this yeah. dude knows his shit and Nothing. and anytime me and him have had a conversation it's been about like hip hop okay too yeah yeah I mean I can remember back uh, before the show started mm-hmm. Nasser would uh throw me throw me different artists and shit like yo you need to go check boy it's like yeah all right so he knows his shit so in any event as we move our show right the fuck along um. What we do at the top? Oh well, maybe we should say what album we're talking about. Yeah, that'd oh, probably yeah, be a good yeah, idea. They have no That's idea. Yeah, they, they have no idea. Uh, yep. Macklemore's new album. Yeah, <laughs> we, are, we are talking about a pivotal pro black album. Yes, you year. know, a pivotal artist and champion of the black community. Yep. Iggy is in. Let's talk a little bit about her influence and just the footprint left in rap music as a whole. And I'm really excited to get into this. No, but uh, the album we're talking about is what I would consider to be. And when Drew uh, put me onto it, well, re-put me onto it because, I mean, mm-hmm. this is certainly a staple for me. Yeah. I was listening to it and I was like, yo, these two are so dope. Right? And Dude. together, they really put together such a just, and you said it, but it looks like a great summertime album. Mm-hmm. And, yo, just if you want to feel black. Yeah. <laughs> you, Did we say the album yet? I feel uh, like, I'm we, not sure. We, allu- we might have alluded to it, okay. but. It's a Brooklyn anthem. It's a Brooklyn, uh, anthem. It's a Brooklyn the staple. Whole thing. It is. It really is, man. Yep. It has like that old school vintage, like mm-hmm. Brooklyn 90s feel to it. Yep. You know? Uh, without further ado. Most F and Talib Kweli are Black Star. Black yes. Star. Classic, <laughs> baby. A classic. <laughs> classic album. Uh, released September 29th, 1998. Yep. Uh, and I'm checking to see. 
Didn't it doesn't? Uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia of it, but it doesn't say if it uh, was in the source. But it was. It, it uh, got a three, three and a half. Three and a half. Three three and and a half. half. Well, we, yeah. they didn't ask us. Well, Sporty um, Thieves got four, I think. Uh, uh, well, Sporty Thieves. They uh, they were like a one hit. I know no, those. No, no pigeons. No, no pigeons. Yeah. Oh, oh, but that was all hype. That was just a joke. But oh, it was it? Like okay. Because <laughs> Drew got a little. I can feel. I'm about to get angry. So I'm like, what? <laughs> who? I don't even know them niggas. Um. So now let me ask Drew. Where were you? Um. In your life, where were you when this album dropped? I was. Uh. I was in. Park Stowe, Brooklyn, smoking weed in Prospect Park with like 20 kids every night just blasting this album. Really? Yeah. Ah. So this album's like very nostalgic for right. me. You know, it like always brings me back to like that point in time where uh, where I did, had like no responsibilities. That's a good, that's a good time. That's a pretty good time. You, know I mean? you can yeah, really enjoy right. music. Where you could really, that's why this album means so much, right? And every year it just gets better and better, though. It's one of those albums, mm-hmm. you know? It, um, well, I was going to say, so Nasser, where, where were you when this, uh, when this dropped I, in your life? I had just graduated. Oh, no, I was, uh, I was 15. I had just moved to this new city. Um, and it, this, and like this album just kind of gave me direction. I was like, uh, I was like a junior, sophomore, junior in high school. What city okay. was that? It was Walnut Creek, California. See, hip-hop? pretty white sounding. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. Walnut. That's niggas can't afford Walnut. <laughs> <laughs> that Walnut Creek is the exact opposite of smoking weed in Prospect Park. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. with twenty niggas in the park. But go on. Uh, so you were in Walnut Creek. This album came out, and I didn't mean to slow you down. It was like one of my first introductions to to like quote unquote independent hip hop, you know? Cause like before that I had grown up with a lot of cousins. It was a lot of gangster rap and stuff like that, or like stuff on the radio, but this was like something brand new entirely. And, uh, it changed my world. It was amazing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Neil? What's, uh, where were you? I was a sophomore in college. Okay. And, uh, I was in school in Maryland at the time. And, um, well, we had heard like uh we had heard the first single of this album which was definition yes oh that was and the first single yeah that was the first single and we saw the video and we just went crazy in brooklyn because they had like the dollar van oh, dollar which, which is brooklyn yeah, yeah and absolutely yeah 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 so it just went crazy and that was like the anthem for the summer and then uh then when the album came out then it just everybody just went crazy it just went crazy it was just a great time and it's a good it's it's a great album i feel like it was something the hip hop needed at that time absolutely right. yeah yep. i mean you know i was uh was 98 so i was yep. 17 um i was a senior in high school mm-hmm. and uh this was i was probably this was what i would consider to be like my underground hip hop phase mm-hmm. like you know i was into uh uh, well, I mean, I guess Wu Tang was like had, I guess, hit mainstream, but still, mm-hmm. I would consider them to be an underground act that made it to the mainstream, for right. lack of better words. Right. So, I mean, I was into a lot of that, and then um, the raucous imprint I really dug into. 
like so i got into like yeah that was huge yeah that was such a lyricist lounge lyricist lounge which if i have uh sound bombing was fucking dope um but I, uh, if anybody has um, Lyricist Lounge too, I really would uh, appreciate if you could send me a link to that because it was dope and I can't find it. Uh, it's uh, on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube, but like I want to like uh, have it, okay, yeah, like yeah. download it and get it into the library. Um, but yeah, I got into the Raucous imprint, so like there was a lot of uh, Feral Monch, uh, Company yep. Flow, mm-hmm. um, and I was that yeah, I was Company Flow <laughs> before they were cool. <laughs> um, but, like Fun Crusher Plus was an album that I picked up, and this was I think before Raucous, maybe. Uh, but anyway, um, so then Black Star fell into the Raucous imprint, and a Common was uh, also another guy that uh, he was. I don't think he was. He wasn't Raucous, but anyway. Um, so yeah, I really got into these dudes, and I remember the video. Um, well, both videos, yep. uh, Definition and Respiration, mm-hmm. um, which like, and I was I actually watched uh, Definition before uh, you guys got here, and I just I forgot like how many people yep. are in it that you're like, oh shit, there's high yep. tech, oh yep. shit, there's yeah. common, oh yep. shit, Faramonch gets in the car, and uh, it's just that video was so, gr- and that was one of the where I, I guess where I was in my life, I was a senior in high school. And uh, I was really like into rap, and I like you know I was I was rapping at the time, or I thought I was at least. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is. I want to know what your rap name is. Uh, was I, so was, bad. I was search. Search, okay. search. Yeah, yeah it wasn't mm-hmm. like anything crazy or anything like that. It was just search. Um, and in fact, there's it's in the ether somewhere, but I've got like I'm on some songs, but they're somebody's got them somewhere. Um, but now it's nice. Uh, but in any event, uh, so that's where I was. So now we'll get into the album. Um, so we'll just go straight into uh, Astronomy, the Eighth Light, which is such a great song. Like uh, the clever wordplay that these guys do is so dope. And that's really like I'm a sucker for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like when you play off the word black and, you know, like yep. black is the sky and the bed's die night. And, yeah. like, black is the people in my eye. Like all yeah. that shit. So it's like. When I went back in to listen for the first or for the second time of this, yep. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is why they're so fucking dope." Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's the eighth light, man. Uh, I don't know. What do you got? Where Where are you guys on that? Uh, I like every single track. Like it's one of those albums where I could uh, listen to a straight through. Yeah. Oh yeah. And to me, that's what I define a classic as. Yeah, if I can listen to it from front to back yep. without skipping one, yep. you can't even skip the intros. You're right. That. You no. feel guilty if you skip like yeah, the intro. I kind of felt guilty skipping the intro right? on this actually. Oh, you did? But, yeah, a little oh, bit. But because like I always try and get into the song, like mm. so you can kind of break down. <clears throat> we try and break down like each song, and you know, I, mean, I guess it kind of goes where it goes. But, um, but no, this is uh, it, it was. And it really did, like, I was, uh, before we were on the air, but, like, I was listening to this, and I was running, and this song came out, and I was just like, I'm so black. I'm so so black right now. It'll do that to you. And, like, the endorphins of, like, you don't understand how black I am right now. Did you feel like that when you heard it back in the day? Because when I was young, it was just a good hip-hop album. Right. I didn't understand Ex- like yes, exactly. how black it was. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean? Like that shit went <laughs> white. I'm smoking weed with mad white girls in the park. Like, yo, this album's amazing. And like <laughs> I just didn't get it. You know I, what I mean? I'm very much you know, it's funny you say that because I didn't think about it until you said it about how I didn't I guess 
I, I guess I have further appreciation for this album yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I guess, I don't know if it's like the life experiences that I've had from Absolutely. 17 to yeah, yeah. 34. But now as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. It made yeah. me really proud to be from Brooklyn because oh, sure. I was, yeah. Definitely. A yeah. lot of Brooklyn pride with that album. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was away at school in Maryland at the time. So it was like, I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from the same place these dudes are from. Yeah. And it was it was big. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, how I felt about that it. That used to mean something, too. It did. <laughs> it, did. it did. It did. Well, uh, I don't know if you saw uh, the uh, funniest 50 people in Brooklyn. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to make this into an archive yeah. episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I have to edit a big chunk out. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh. I don't want to have to uh, cut in definition for... <laughs> Do you want to keep You want to keep getting comedy spots, Jim? <laughs> is, that, is that what you want to do <laughs> yeah i said it um and it's funny because i'm not even from brooklyn um but <laughs> neither were most of the people on that list yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. Well, hey that's how that goes getting closer right? and closer to the archive episode yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so as we continue on uh that we get into a definition yep. which um is an ode well uh, the hook is an ode to tupac and biggie um and this yeah i mean i mean this was right what's, what's off the hook on that joint one two three oh yeah staff and talib kali yo that's such a great anthem dude. yeah man it's in hip-hop wow it's i mean and it really is like a brooklyn and it's an i would consider that a brooklyn anthem like, yeah. when that comes on yep and it's funny because I was when I was watching the video, uh, and this was uh, I saw it on YouTube, and uh, they had like the uh, it was off beat. It was like Rap City. Yep. But they had it. They had it listed as most deaf featuring Talib Kweli. Oh really? <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of what it felt like though. Yeah. Because like I felt like um, at least for me, like most deaf back then when I listened to the album, he was like the uh, Andre three thousand of it. Mm. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like he was, like he was yeah. the more visual person in the group. Yeah, but you know, or more like charismatic was... too. You know, he's like singing, and he just he, he was right. like more stylish, and quality was just like more right. like lyrics, like right. focus on lyrics, and right. uh, most would like go back and forth. Be the, be the Talib wasn't about singing. Yeah, he wasn't nah. doing that. Nah, he was about rapping yep. hard as fuck. Like yep. I, I, if you want to talk about, I mean. Uh, one of the most underrated dudes, Talib Kweli. He's on my totally. List. Yo, he's dropped. Well, yep. I don't want to go off topic, but uh, what is his, what's his album? Uh, Eternal Reflection. Yeah, Eternal, yeah that's yeah. one of my favorite fucking albums, dude. And I he, love that album. He's such a. I mean, and it's you know he's such a uh, introspective dude because I actually posted uh, one of the lines from the song, and I think it was off of uh, Knowledge of Self. Oh yeah, I saw that. But yeah, yeah what was it? Uh, uh, life without knowledge is death in disguise, yeah. mm-hmm. which is such a deep. It really deep, is. Isn't that such a deep thought to have? And it just as soon as he said it, I just thought about how like you people go through life and they don't know shit, and they really are dying. Like they just, they don't know what the, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And going. that's why I didn't understand the album. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I had I had to grow up. To understand like the album, yeah, that happens a lot too. It yeah, it does, and it just makes it even even better because it's like there's different phases of it, you know, of like who I was when I first listened to it, who I was like in my twenties, and like how I feel the album now is like a man, 
Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, and it's funny. We'll get into it when we get to respiration. But I had a, a, a moment of that when I like went back to listen to that song and then saw the video when I was a kid. And anyway, um, but we'll we'll get into that. Um, so that was a uh, definition, and then we have a uh, redefinition mm-hmm. uh, right right after that, which um, is the. Uh, the video uh, definition has this song kind of as the uh, lead out of it. Yeah, uh, comes comes a little bit harder than definition, um, yeah. but you know it's one of those. And this is where I think we kind of feel a little bit more of the harder hip hop with redefinition. Um, and again, both these guys bring what I would consider to be some of the dopest lyrics that I've heard. And again, I guess because you go back. And listen to it, and then you get mm-hmm. that further appreciation of it. Yeah, but yo, man, Talib Kweli and Most Def are fucking yeah. shit. Who do you think? Who do you think? Uh, quest, two questions for you. Okay. Like, when you first heard the album, who do you think? Who were you leaning towards as like the better MC? Mm. And, and now, who do you lean towards as like who do you enjoy more? Hmm. I'm gonna say. At the, when this came out, I was more, I lean more towards most deaf, I think. Um, but now I think Talib Kweli is a little bit more my speed. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. the, I'm the same. Um, and I think, same. and I think because, I don't know if it's because I'm like old and jaded, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but Talib has more of an edge to him. I think, I mean, they both bite. But I think Taleb has a little bit more of a uh, a causticness to mm. it that I get into. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's right. These motherfuckers hate us. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I get I uh, I'm more. I think I think that's where I'm standing on that. Yeah. What, what I mean, about? for me, it was I felt like um, at first it was most it was most it was most because he was like the more visual person, and it's like he was the more distinctive voice in the album for me. But right. now, as I listen to it, I feel like it's it's equal. Okay, it's equal, and um, uh, because what I really kind of focused on was like that chemistry they had, like on these tracks where it was like the back and forth, yeah, where yeah. they would finish each other's sentences, mm-hmm. and right. you know, like that right there, that's like what you want to see from like a group. Yeah, and they did that very well. Yeah, you don't absolutely. Wanna, yeah, it's a great balance. Yep. That's yeah. what B boys will be. B boys will be boys. Because well, what it did is it made you course. feel like there's gonna be another album together. Yo, oh, yeah. dude, <laughs> yeah. I'm so mad. I'm so upset at that. But that, that shows not... you know how good they were together. Yeah. That you were like, oh, this is a group. This is Black Star. But they're mm-hmm. like, nah, we are our own MCs. Yeah. And they both. I mean, they and they. Yeah. When they, I mean, they both have cut pretty pretty decent pass i would say in terms of their careers yeah uh what about you yeah i think it's the same thing too it's like liking most when you're younger because he he's like more carefree he's like the epitome of youth and you know it's like very fun and free but still serious and then uh, i don't know if it's because i'm older now but i like talib more yeah because he just speaks to my uh, intellect more, I guess. Absolutely, and, uh, and most is not even doing shit anymore. No, you seen you seen Bay. I, yeah, I was it. I was gonna say I feel uh, yeah. bad for calling him most stuff. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Yassine. it's Yasin, nigga. 
Yeah, it's just I'm. It's, I'm probably gonna keep calling him. <laughs> but that's that's podcast. who he was at the time. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. his okay. name. Okay. The time. To our defense, it's not like he's gonna call in. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, South he, Africa or wherever. Yeah. For the record, Drew, he doesn't return my calls, oh, he so no. he's no. definitely not gonna be calling. <laughs> in. Uh, we had a falling out, so there's that. Um, but. We then uh, we get into uh, children's story uh, mm-hmm. as our next track, which is a ode to Slick Rick. Um, as we open, one of my our- favorite rappers of all time. Yeah, man, yeah, he now, was my first uh-huh. favorite rapper of all. Now, time. one thing really? I noticed, and I was wondering if you guys had um, had had noticed this as well, is when it opens, like you hear the two kids, mm-hmm. like Jackie Chan was fighting everybody, and that was very similar. To what was happening in um in Big Pun's album, do you kind of? Yeah. I kind of felt like that was like a shot at Pun at at, at that. Yeah, I felt like that was a shot. What no. were they like? They were making fun of that because it was like the Punisher, Punisher kill everybody. Punishes oh, nah, yeah. like well, that. No, because I'll like, say bang bang I'll, bang. I couldn't see them throwing shots though. Those dudes are like. It was, I mean, well, the opening of Pun's album where it's like, bang, Spider-Man. Do yep, da-da-da. yep. That's from Fresh, the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that was just, excuse me, um, I think when Pun opened with that, that right. was just a cut from that movie because okay. they had Punisher in it and it's kids talking about, yeah. you know, Punisher being the the biggest superhero out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think that with most stuff in the, uh, them, I think it, was just two kids right having a about to talk talking yeah. shit about Jackie Chan. That was a big debate in college because we were like, really? we think oh, wow. that's what that might be. That might be you know no, subliminal didn't. shots. Yeah. Well, that was like the height of beef. Also, it was. Yeah. There yeah, was a lot of that. Most and Quali were never like those beef. They were no one would take yeah. them seriously. They owned the bookstore for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. and you uh, know, which was like not too far from my crib. Actually. Oh no, wow. shit. Yeah. Did you ever go? You ever nah, I didn't. Man, I was smoking weed in the park. I wanted to. Yeah. I wasn't reading back then. So nah. was, yeah. Fuck books, That's man. why I didn't understand the album. <laughs> they, they did call out things that they didn't like. Well, they and, did. They definitely did. Um, and I, I, I liken it to like a Jerry the Damager uh, sort of uh, spot on, spot on, calling out just yeah. gangster rap and the yep. materialistic aspect of mm-hmm. it, and how that's what's killing yep. black community is mm-hmm. that glorification. But um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so children's story. Um, we talk about uh, that. Well, Moses is telling the story of the rapper who uh, in very storybook fashion uh, decides to start jacking MCs yep. or jacking beats mm-hmm. and then becomes a pop sensation or pop uh, pop dude yep. and then uh, ends up uh, playing himself out because uh, whack rappers don't live out here. Mm. You know what I mean? So a uh, a message for the ages, I guess, if yeah. you will. Um, and that's the thing uh, with, and this is why I fuck with this album is, um, it really does. St- and I think, not I. I would say this that it's one of those albums that I consider to be a classic because it still is holding up. Yeah, like, absolutely. And yeah. these sorts of like, yeah, whack rappers generally don't last very long because they play themselves out. Yeah. It's you know temporary. I mean? Like, Biggie was one of my favorite rappers, and I never thought I'd say this, 
but uh, I enjoy Black Star now more than I do Ready to Die. Wow. Okay. Wow. See now, is being from Brooklyn, that's a very strong statement. It is. Man. So I respect. It is. Yeah. I respect that because things like that, people be like, "What you quit? Yo, I can't mess with Drew no more." Yeah. You know, nah, that's absolutely. how the Brooklyn mind mentality is. I don't want to mess with me is. either, dude. Because that <laughs> shit. Is just, like, did I just say that? It was, you did. But it's just because it's like it's it's because I've grown more. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. that that album, Ready to Die, played a huge part in my life. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I just, uh, I feel more connected to the Black Star album now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interesting. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we were, I mean, we've kind of been saying it a couple times, but it's like, as you grow and as you mature as a, a person, right? you know, what you listened to before isn't necessarily what you'll listen to now. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that happens, man. You know, it's like, I, uh. I definitely, I'm, I mean, I'm still, uh, I still, I think I still listen to Ready to Die more than this, but I, you know, I guess I, you know, I, I've said it a thousand times, but I have a bigger appreciation for this album. Mm-hmm. With Black Star? Yeah. yeah. For the, uh, Especially with like the times. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, man. I mean, like, you have, I mean, <laughs> you have how many cop killing, like how many yeah, cops mm-hmm. killing on our black, t- yeah. black people and how... Yeah that it's i mean it's an awful awful situation and, and what were you gonna say and it's just like it's so like pro black yeah like love yourself you and know definitely I mean? definitely and, and to me ready to die was hate yourself <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't hate yeah. yourself it was just like crabs in a bucket yep. i gotta make it out by yep. any means you yep. know what i mean yeah i mean you know, as you say that, you know, you know, as again, I get on my soapbox about it, but it's like we as a I think society certainly teaches black people as a whole to not love yourself. Yeah, and that absolutely. You shit. Yeah. And that, I mean, at every pop, every possible corner you turn that you aren't good and that you are less than. And then when you have an album like this to kind of have that sort negate of that it's like. No, you're great. Like you're yeah. fucking dope. Right. Like you are you are beautiful and that you are great you're great as you are as a person and mm-hmm. you shouldn't let anybody take that from you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So be sure to listen to my podcast. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> But no, I mean it really does I mean, and if you look at like, you know, kind of as a side note, but like if you look at uh, uh, like a Cam Newton as someone who's just like, look I'm proud of myself and I'm an accomplished athlete and I love myself. How many people detract from that? You're being a showboat and yeah. you yeah. Uh, are showing off. And I don't like people who are arrogant. It's like, no, there are so many other athletes who don't look like him who are doing the exact same thing. And you're not saying a fucking word to them, but yeah. you're not saying shit. You're saying shit to Cam Newton because he's proud of himself. Yeah. So yeah. I think speaking out of turn. That, that's what it is. Yeah. They don't they don't like that. Yeah. I mean, one thing I liked about Black Star <laughs> is that they had the platform to say something meaningful and they were like, We're gonna do it. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. do it yeah. because a lot of people are gonna hear this message and people need to hear this message. So and they're very conscious about that. It's and And they grew up in this you know it's funny yep. they grew up in the same mm-hmm. hood yep. as Biggie. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the difference is is like how they were their environment at home was mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. You well, know what I mean? Like Biggie us. wasn't working at a bookstore. 
You know what I mean? He was out there selling grams. Yep. You know what I mean? He was on Fulton Street. He was on Fulton Street, dude, getting money. And, and I can't, I'm not upset at that, but it was like, when I was younger, I was more intrigued by like what Biggie was doing. Sure. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, I want to do that shit. But like now that I look back, I was like, yo, I could have like gotten locked up for half of the shit I did. And it had nothing to do with Biggie, but that was just, yeah. I didn't have any um, guidance. I didn't have like a male father figure at home and Biggie didn't either. And I think that plays a, a huge part in in anyone's uh, upbringing and the choices they make. Sure. Mm-hmm. Given if the you know if, if there's like a, a strong role model, right? It, you know, and it it is. I mean, that's a very that's a really interesting point uh, you brought up about that about how they did grow up in the same hood and, mm-hmm. and how their life their I mean, well, the, the the topics they've hit on are so very different. Absolutely. And what what sort of factors played into that? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, like, you know, I think there's something to Talib and most I mean and I I don't know I mean maybe you know better than me but um, where how their lives went and what their what their sort of trajectories were but I know uh, I know Talib's mom was a school teacher yeah I think and I don't quite know what most story was other than he was an actor uh, prior to uh, prior to rap Uh so yeah I mean they are very I mean (laughs) If there was, I was funny. I was, t- I was texting you. I was just like, "Wait a minute, are most and Talib Kweli black?" I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick up any of that throughout this album. If there was any of that sort of uh, <laughs> uh, uh, sentiment that they had. Well, with a name like Yasin Bey is definitely not Irish. <laughs> no, 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 not not an Anglo-Saxon man. I will I go that far. Um, but then uh, we have uh, our next track, uh, Brown Skin Lady. Oh, yep. dude, one of my favorite jokes yeah. on the album. Yeah. It, I um, fuck mad white girls to that song. No idea, son. No idea. I'm dead there, serious, there too. There is <laughs> the honesty <laughs> of Drew Doughty that yep. I have come to appreciate. Comedy Jim. Drew Banging out some, wh- some white chicks <laughs> to Brown Skin Lady. <laughs> what? Dude, was, yeah. Now was that even just Was that addressed at all po- <laughs> What do you mean with, No I mean like were, 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 uh, Fucking white chicks to it Were they kind of like Nah yeah, dude it was it. just like Yeah they just We were just smoking weed Cause the thing is There was like no Like the I hate saying this But like the uh, Just to To make it simple The black girl I grew up in a white neighborhood Park so So the black girls that hung out in Park Slope were white. And I hate saying that, but I'm saying that to explain right. yeah, yeah, the yeah. situation. Like, they didn't want to fuck with black dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They wanted to fuck with white dudes. So they I, were fucking white, du- white dudes to that song, too. Gotcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> it goes both ways. It, cut, it cut both ways. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you playing along at home, Brown Skin Lady is an ode to all the black women yep. out there yeah. and how beautiful and pretty they are. Right. Um, which I love that song, y'all. It's, it is a great song. It's and amazing. Most is on the hook, I believe. Brown Skin Lady. Yep. And there's a uh, and I the the hook or the the intro yeah is oh dude the, to the that old song dude's talking, right? my conditions have been conditioned <laughs> oh my god dude that is like like you could write a whole paper on that 
My condition oh, has been conditioned. Yeah. Where, where is that from? Does anyone know? It's from the movie Chameleon Street. I just Chameleon Street. It's okay. a movie from the late 80s. Um, a film. This film is a satire based on the life of a Detroit con artist in high school dropout. So it uh, might be interesting to check that film out. Yeah, see, I see feel like I have to. Yeah. Um, and kind of where that hook or where that intro came from or like what the, I guess, the surrounding <laughs> surrounding circumstances are behind that. He's like, what did he say? Like, you the only nigga in a dashiki. <laughs> <that shit." laughs> I got a condition. Oh, so you the victim, right? <laughs> so uh, then we have uh, B-Boys Will Be Boys. Yeah. Uh, which is a an ode to the '80s, I would say. Yeah. The '80s yeah. rap. Yeah. Um, because you have a very, I would say, what Sugar Hill Gang sort of vibe uh, to this track, um, where they do the uh, the uh, the back and forth rap. Yep. Which um, like it's a conversation. Sure. Yeah. 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 And there's only a couple. I mean, there's a fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there's only there's always a couple uh, back and forth uh, tandems like that that I've come to respect. These mm-hmm. guys being one, Definitely. Styles being Jada Kiss being the yep. other. They um, also in their own right uh, have that crown. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's very much a uh, I would I guess I'd call it a boom bap sound as well. Definitely. Yeah, we'll 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 give it that. Um, but then um, in this song, and, you, and this was the song that I ran, this is one of the other songs I ran to that I was like, I've never been more black. Uh, KOS, Determination, which is my favorite track on this album. That's your favorite? What's yeah. the hook on that one? Knowledge of Self-Determination. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Knowledge yeah. of Self-Determination. I, I love dreamy hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, and it, and again, I mean, the, um, the, the message of that song being that, yo, man, you know, and this is where that Talib quote was from the life without knowledge is death in disguise. But yeah, that, yo, it's uh it's pretty dope to be black and you should be proud of that. Yeah. And that there's nothing wrong with who you are and what you're, what you're about and that you really shouldn't be in a box as to right. who you are as in terms of your blackness, right. which that's, that was my take. And Nasser just mentioned Vinia Mojica and she's in a lot of songs like with the native tongues. And yeah. She's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's everywhere. Part of that whole family of, yeah. uh, she was like a R and B singer. I don't yeah, know she's what a singer. happened to her or yeah, she was on some De La Soul stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does sure. a little tribe too. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, now I'm gonna skip around a little bit because um, I do want to get into uh, respiration, yeah. which oh, is such you a, have to. That, yeah, <laughs> that song was just out of control. Yo, yeah, that, that beat. Song, that this album wouldn't be what it was. I feel like it really anchors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, for sure. I, I agree. To, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It um, features Common. Yeah, uh, who we have spoke about on swatches and moonboxes, mm-hmm. um, and the video for this was such a, a oh. such a great great video. Yeah. It's black and white, yep. and it really kind of uh, for me. Uh, and this is what I was uh, saying about um, where I was uh, when this came out and where I am now, because like I saw this video when I was like seventeen, and I think I had this like romanticized idea of what New York City was and that it was this, this like I guess f- like fun place that you know is like oh there's like 
smog coming up from the ground, like <laughs> um, from the sewers. That's a fun thing. Oh, look, the moon is in the sky. Like, I really had this sort of like idyllic picture of what New York City was when I was 17. But then, like, I go back to listen to the song now, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's fucking rough out here. Yeah. And now, granted, it's, uh, you know, the song's kind of, uh, kind of, inc- uh, encased with dope lyrics but the message to me was that yo it's you know life is tough out here like this is a place that you gotta fucking check your nuts and get out there so but yeah it it was it was interesting to look at uh this song from uh, i guess my adult lens and be like oh yeah i get it (laughs) and and they were mad young when they made this album i was gonna were they Man, um, I if I had to guess, I would say they're probably they were in their mid twenties. If if I uh, correct me, I don't, I, yeah, I want to say mid twenties because like I, when I, I was watching like the early twenties, early twenties, but yeah. yeah, I would just I'm not sure. Um, but I was when I was watching the videos for both of these, I was they just like mad young, mad, yeah. mad yeah. like common gets in the but yeah, they both look young. They all look young as shit, man, yeah. like little kids. Dude. And dude, you gotta like. When this album came out, it was like so left of everything else that was mm-hmm. coming out yeah. at this point. That's why I got three stars. Motherfuckers didn't three understand three and a half or like appreciate it. I, I like try to defend it. Like, no. I- <laughs> <laughs> no, Drew, three and a half. Come on now. They were 23 uh, and 25. 23 and 25? God damn. Jesus, That's dude. young, but that's, that's like- old in New York years mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah. Like- like, yeah, and I remember. Well, Drew, you mentioned. Um, what did you mention? Uh, I think it was Jim. I think you mentioned Rap City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I talked about that. And uh, Rap City was big back in those days because, like, that's how you heard like some of these um, these songs. You saw you saw these videos in Rap City, and I remember they had the Rap City Top Ten, and yeah. this song was like number one. Oh, word! For a bunch of weeks. Nice. 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 But it's just nice. the visual and the song itself, and then the lyrics. It was just out of control, and, yeah. and that helped boost awareness about this album. It yeah. really did. Nice. And it, and I think there's a couple videos. I think mm-hmm. uh, like because it's not the same as it, as it was like back then. Videos were everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that was make or break for your album, and it's not really like that. I can't even tell you the last time I watched a video show. Yeah. Are there any more videos? Because Rap City doesn't exist. Yeah, MTV know. Raps is long question. gone. I think. Yeah. So, um, well, they do have MTV Jams. Um, that's like so you can still watch. Right. Music. Like they still make music right. videos. Yeah. Um, but I think that's one of the outlets is yeah. MTV Jams. It's like um, remember when MTV was about music? Remember yeah. that? Well, yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's funny because like. Um, I'll watch, you know, when I'm getting ready in the morning or whatever, like MTV might come out yeah. at some point, but they only really show music videos in the morning. Isn't like that something? Wow. And that's what the M, the M stands for music and you hardly see it on the, on the, the, the yeah. station. It's crazy. It's, uh, <laughs> how true you are, sir. Uh, video music box. Yes. Uh, you remember that DJ shit? DJ Ralph oh, McDaniel. Yeah, yes. Dude, classic. Yep. What? Yep. I, um... It's fun. I I hosted it. That dude should be a billionaire, first of all, because he was like the first person doing it, and he just yeah. they just gentrified his shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like, mean, oh, he, this is a great idea. Let's. Yeah. Well, he like would pitch. I mean, he was pitching the idea of like rap music to the 
to the big players, and they're like, that's they just not, weren't buying it. Well, yeah, yeah. it's not going to work. Like that's a, that's what they it's that, that, there's no way that's going to work. And that's then they figured happen. out that they could control people through it and make money at the same time. So they're like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. I um I hosted a hip hop show uh probably like two years ago maybe, and um I brought up Ralph McDaniel's. And it was pretty fucking tight because nice. I was like, you're a legend. And yeah. he fucking did his thing. But uh, yeah, so I kind of I, I wonder if he was compensated for his uh, brilliant plan of bringing music uh, videos. He had a lot of mm-hmm. like Jay-Z was on that all the time. Yeah. Like just all a lot of dudes who. Busta Rhymes is yep. on that joint. Like, yep. a lot of legends before they were legends yeah. were on that show. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know how rare... It must be really rare to find that footage, but I used to watch that, and some of the interviews before these guys were stars were amazing, like you said. And then he even had, like, theme days, like Nervous Thursdays yeah. and old Nervous school... Nervous Thursdays. That's every... Nervous th- Thursdays that's and old school That was every Wednesdays. day in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. He was nervous on Fridays, Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sunday to Sunday. Yeah. You don't have to go to Atlantic City to gamble. You can just I'm gamble on a limb and say he's, he probably hasn't been compensated. Nah. He probably just ripped not. his yeah. idea off and that was that. Yeah. That and was it. And that was that, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, but that's how that goes, man. <laughs> that's the business. There's, there's a million uh, Ralph McDaniels. <laughs> have a great idea. He had a great idea and just couldn't get the, the funding for it. That's how it, it be. It bees like that. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, so let's see where, oh, so now we, uh, we get into, uh, we're kind of getting towards the end of the album. Uh, we have Thieves in the Night. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Another dope track. That's like still living like mental slaves. Is that that one? Yes. Uh, party yes. like in Thieves in the Night. Oh, Oasis. Yeah. Yo, I love that. That's and another like dreamy hip hop song. Yeah, it's right? a very summer, like, yeah. or like a lounge song. Like lounge. You can, put, you can mm-hmm. play it in the lounge. And of course, like you know, it uh, at the beginning of the song, Talib's like talking to his friend about like you know why do we follow the laws? Cause they're not for us. And the guy's like, I don't know. Cause I don't want to get shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get clipped. Uh, you know. But uh, yeah, that's that was a that was a dope track, man. Um, but. We have, um, and this is, it's great, and this is why I like Raucous so much, is that they uh, would often throw in the posse cut <laughs> at the end, because yeah. um, you have Twice in a Lifetime with uh, Jane Doe, Wordsworth, yep. punch, mm. punching words, yep. and, uh, and that's where you got to see who's who, what's what. I will say, though, there was a line from Jane Doe that just fucked with me, and I was like, that's not... Which just, one? It was about like you can. What does she say? It's like you can smoke me like cocaine, and I was like, I get it because you can, but I wanted you to try and work crack into it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why it bothered me so much, but I was like, you should. And obviously, her the rhyme scheme cracked and fit into yeah. it, mm-hmm. but cocaine did, and I felt like she shoehorned cocaine. She forced it. Or, yeah, yeah, she forced mm. it. And she wanted to say I never crack. noticed that. I yeah, it's it. like the it's the opening of that. But outside of that, hearing that kind of made me think about the Lyricist Lounge show. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was around yeah. that time. Yeah. That was on MTV. Right? I was it like, was. Mark Echo had a huge. Wasn't he like had a huge part in Lyricist, Lyricist Lounge? Lounge? I feel like he uh, did. Probably, yeah. 
Man, they, I feel like he's, um, I don't know. Well, Rockus always had that money behind them. Like it was like hip hop, improv, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Hip-prof. It was like, yeah. Yep. Um, who was on there? Master Fool was on there. Yep. Thurston Howell the Third. Yep. Oh. Thurston uh, Howell the Third. Yep. yep. A, another Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn mm-hmm. native. And all them dudes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right if, if you Way if you go there. east, yeah. if you go east, you can find all that is Brownsville and the lowlifes. Not too far out that way. Um, but yeah, they uh, yeah, the Lyricist Lounge. Um, yeah, I want to say that. Well, the the album Lyricist Lounge uh, did have Jane Doe, Wordsworth, and Punchline. Who I get two criminally underrated rappers, Wordsworth and Punchline, yeah. but uh, Wordsworth, yeah, he punching words. Um, he was on this. I have this track with him and Razkaz. That's fucking dope. Oh what? Yeah, yeah. And I gotta, I gotta find it. It was like on my old computer, and then that computer died because it got AIDS. Uh, All right, which happens. Yeah, man, you gotta stay off those sites because your computer can die. That's all I can say. Um, but. As we uh, as we move to uh, close out uh, Black Star, uh, most definitely quality our Black Star, uh, an amazing all around effort. Um, and you know, unfortunately, this was their only was their only album. Yeah. This is yeah, it. I'm so sad. If I could have one uh, follow up album, it would probably this would be in the top three. Of oh, albums, if, yeah, yeah especially because there's only one. Yo, they only yeah, dropped yo. one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they and they went on to do solo career, so it wasn't yeah. like you know, yeah, they were like one was like I'm done with music. Like no, they kept yeah. making. But music. why? Why? Well, I think I read that they already had like their solo albums, but they were they wanted to do something together, uh, and those albums were already done. But they were like, you know what? Let's put this out first. Yeah. So people oh, can get really? a taste of what we can do. Uh, yeah. And then, and then we're we'll going to put out our solo stuff. We'll so. solo I think I remember here. I don't even. Yeah. I think I remember hearing yeah. something like that. I don't even. I think they were just friends. I don't even think they wanted to put an album, an <laughs> <Yeah>. album together. <laughs> I don't even like it. Yeah. They weren't even a group. It, but it felt like that. It, yeah, they did. Like they, that. Did. they did. They did. They actually did not know each other at all until. <laughs> they just worked at the same bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe you rap, you rap. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, putting out an album together. I like your shit. I like you too, man. You seem like a cool cat. Um. So, uh. So that's so that's album. That's uh. Most definitely quality. Our black star. And now we get into our our final segment of the show, yeah. which is uh, top five with a twist. Yeah. Um. Nasser, you know how this goes. Yeah. Um. But. Drew, this is how this goes. Um, and also for those of you who are listening for the first time, uh, as you know, people have their uh, top five rappers of all time. They have their own personal yeah. list, right? Well, what we have here at Swatch's Boomboxes is our top five with a twist. So what does that mean? That means that we want to know your top five, Ooh. but it could be top five rappers from the West Coast, top five rap groups, top five uh, top five rappers from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. So now that you get uh, where we're going with this, uh, last week was me, I believe, right? I think I, I did that. Um, so, Neil, it yep. is your turn yes, to give us our top five with a twist. Okay, so this week's uh, top five with a twist, it's actually going to be pretty good because 
Uh, it's kind of like double jeopardy because we have two guests this time. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to have two we've top got, fives. We got And, uh, you know, like actually four in total, which is dope. There you go. And um, all right. So um, in spirit of this album. Okay. And I'm not going to make it too specific. So I'm opening it up so it doesn't make it too difficult. Okay. Because we're not here to stump our guests. Yeah, we're yeah, here yeah. to have a good yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This is not a, a, a game show like that. There yeah, no we prizes. don't want to archive no this. No prize. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We don't want to archive. So this week's top five uh, with a twist is um, in sync rappers. And when I when I say in sync, I don't mean the group in sync. I don't okay. mean singing I like, dudes. I don't I don't mean boy bands. I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean, like, if you had a track and it was rappers that they were so good together that it almost made that song even better because it was just these two, um, you know, like these two ingredients coming together for okay. this fantastic, delicious so, meal. That's going to be extremely hard for me to answer because I'm so bad with names <laughs> of tracks. Yeah. Um, well, you don't have to name the song. Just you, you can just okay. name the all rappers. Right. You can there's, name there's one joint the, with, the groups. So, so it's kind of groups that had really good chemistry. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Oh. So groups that groups that have the chemistry. Okay. Yep. I got you. Yep. Um, now, would this also be open to um, tracks where two rappers were on that necessarily aren't a group? So absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Right. Cool, it's cool. it's wide open. There's a collaboration of. Two, yeah. all right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Who goes first? Uh, b- 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 uh, I probably need some time. Yeah. That's cool. Say, that yeah, is perfectly yeah, cool. Can I email my answers <laughs> <laughs> Um, You know, I don't know if I can lay off the hook like that. That's, I, I'm, a, I'm afraid we can't do that. Um, all right. So I will go first then. Um, I'm going to go with, and they made it last week, but they're going to make it this week, mm-hmm. is the Clips. Yep. Um, oh, yeah, yep. Those yeah. are a crew that is a two mm-hmm. brothers who, That's when great. they rap together, mm-hmm. are very seamless and move together, uh, interchange- not interchangeably, but they complement each other very well, I think. Uh, Malice being the older and being, a, uh, I think, the, I don't want to say the wiser, but the a more seasoned individual out of to pushers bravado. Um, so that's going to be number one. Uh, number two, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to go Ray and ghost. Yes. Oh, wow. that's a good okay. one. Those are that's really good. They <laughs> just the, yeah, and, and we, we talked about this, um, when Angelo was on, but, and Riza, I think had a great quote about them is that they just were the two baddest motherfuckers from either project who came together and put together the dope tracks that they have. Um, so that's going to be my number two. Now, number three, um, I don't know. Uh, this is going to come a little bit out of left field. Uh, there's two dudes, uh, Conway and West Side Gun, who uh, they're new. Well, pretty, they're, they're blowing the fuck up. Um, but they're two dudes out of Buffalo. They're fucking dope. 
I'm a huge fan. I'm very of skeptical. Don't, <laughs> don't sleep. You said I Buffalo. Did. I looked at Neil's face. He's like, <laughs> yo. It was like, Buffalo gets Buffalo? no love. No, I'm telling you, man, do not sleep yeah, on this. All right, team. send me a track. I, I, I absolutely will. I would I will put my reputation on these two. I looked at Neil's face. And no, I, was I saw thinking about something. That wasn't for that. I know. I know what you thought. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. What do you mean, Buffalo? <laughs> Listen, and I will no shit, man. But Buffalo is a dangerous fucking city. Oh, those, definitely. Those yeah. upstate definitely. towns that are burnt out that don't have shit to. I'm from one. But you know yeah. what it is? Like back in the day, and not to I'll say it quick, but like back in the day, a lot of dudes in Brooklyn never left Brooklyn. You're right. So we thought that Brooklyn mm-hmm. was the hardest place in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because yeah. we had no frame of reference. Sure, you know, sure. like we didn't even yeah. go to Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> going going places like I went away to school and it was always a problem when I hung out with other Brooklyn dudes because everyone hated us where we were at because they would talk so much shit like mm. oh we in we in Maryland right now your state ain't nothing yo Brooklyn yeah, and yeah, I'd be yeah. like yo but Brooklyn's that Brooklyn... not a state yo like why are you <laughs> It's That's a, why everyone hates us. Yeah. So <laughs> I will, but I will it's get so you. True. I will it's get so you true. Conway and Westside shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> number four, uh, I'm gonna go eight ball and MJG. Nice. Uh, ah, yeah, 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 dope. yeah. Which, Very dope. Uh, just two two pimps from Memphis who are fucking dope as shit, and my boy Matt uh, put me onto them, and I didn't look back. Uh, my favorite part about their for uh, coming out hard their album is they have a song on there called Pimps and then they have a song called Pimps in the House which yep. I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, rounding out uh, the the crew with the symmetry, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Run the Jewels, uh, LP and Kill the Mike. Uh, I think. Uh, between those two, they play off of each other well, um, yeah. and I think it is a uh, kind of the buddy cop scenario, the Wesley to the uh, Woody Harrelson. They made the yeah. list again from last week. They did, I, and I promise you my, my depth <laughs> of knowledge of uh, hip-hop is pretty deep, but they just happened to pop up uh, again. But that's that's going to be my Definitely five dope. with a twist. Jim Search nice. is consistent, everyone. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who would uh, like to go next? Who's up? If, if you guys aren't ready, I'll go. All right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, was like you, all right. You, you came with yours. <laughs> yeah, you first. Yeah, brother. all right, fine. Um, okay, so this is in no particular order either, but um, you know, I'm, the people that know me know that I would probably have uh, a Tribe Called Quest okay. on this list, mm. which is, you know, yeah, Fife and Q-Tip. And they were really good at that in uh, many songs. Even though if you watch the documentary, you're like, wow, there was a lot of shit going on behind the scenes. But, a documentary. Um, Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Oh, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. 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 yeah I used yeah, to have yeah, I think yeah, I yeah, have yeah. it on my computer. R.I.P. Fife Dog. Yeah, rest yep. in peace. Rest in peace, man. Um, okay. Um, the original Pimps from ATL, um, Outcast. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's one of mine. Yeah. 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 They that close to Lambert. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, also, Helter Skelter, Rock and Roll. Yeah. Nice. See yeah, that? Yeah. That's a that's a Lambert is so when good. somebody uh, 
you leave off your list, makes it on somebody else's. You're like, fuck, right, 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 right. They right, should right. be on my list, but right. you already put your list out. Shout out to Chris Lambert. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Helter Skelter, you know, like, I love Sean Price, but you just can't forget about the Rockness monster. Yeah, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. man. Because, you know, he has very distinct sound, yeah. and it really went together. It, it went well together, like, on their albums, and it really did. Yeah. I saw him walking around uh, Park Slope on, like, a Sunday afternoon with, like, I used with some girl, and I was like, <gasps> Son is mad tall. He's tall as <laughs> yeah. fuck, man. And I'm six four, so he's a big dude. Yeah, he and I just skinny as shit though. I did not see like it. Just it took me because it was a Sunday <laughs> afternoon in Park Slope, and I was like, "What the fuck? The fuck is Rock doing? Why is Rock yeah. over here? He's wearing flip flops? No flip flops. <laughs> no flip flops. Uh, no oh, brothers from Brownsville come to my hood to be themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking hilarious. All right. All right. Number four. Uh, Mob Deep. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. yeah. Havoc and Pro Digi. Yeah. Uh, I mean, initially, like, I remember back in the days, they had such a good chemistry. Sometimes, like, when we first started listening to them, we'd be like, who's talking right now? Mm. Oh, yeah. And it was kind yeah. of the same thing with the clips, too. Yeah, it's kind of like clips get that, yeah. you know? Uh, not as well. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, EPMD. Ah, yeah. okay. Eric and yeah. Parrish. Yeah. That was a little bit ahead of my time, mm-hmm. but I still fuck with them. It's, yeah, it's definitely something uh, to, to revisit. I mean, they've had a lot of hits, and I just, I always felt like it was very uh, interesting that every album had something to do with business. And I thought that was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in business. Strictly uh, business. Strictly business. Out of business. Out of business. <laughs> yeah, it was great. That. So. Yeah, that's my five. All right, yeah. gentlemen, yeah. who's up? Mm-hmm. Nasser, so you yeah. got it. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right, five. Uh, no particular order. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like Black Dot and Most Deaf when they did uh, Double Trouble. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, song. Yeah. That was yeah. like such a amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they flowed together really well. Um, number two, Neil Jacetta, Havoc, and uh, and P. Yeah. Especially on the Infamous album, I just you know it's like classic. Yeah, they yeah. just melded. You know, it was like one great unit. Um, I love anytime E40 and Be Legit do a song together. Yeah, because I'm from the West Coast. E4- yeah, I love E40 so much, man. He cracks me up, man. Yeah, he's so dope. Especially when they're related, like they're cousins. So you know, when you have oh, they family, are. Yeah, oh, I track know. Together, I don't know. It's, it's a family affair. Yeah. Uh, number four would be uh, Biggie and Jay Z when they did Brooklyn's Ooh, Finest together. That was one of my yeah. Right. Yep. Dude, uh, still argue about who had the best verses on there. And then, and it was totally one of the. And you know the, um, you know, there's obviously those tracks where there's the collaboration. They're trying to one up each other. Right. Mm-hmm. That was definitely mm-hmm. a. One yeah, up. they talked yeah. about that in the studio. Yeah. Which is, who's who's got this one? If yeah. Faith has twins. She'll have, have two. Pox, get, get it? it. Two. two. <laughs> um, and my final one, uh, Pharaoh Monch and Prince Poe. The organized mm. confusion. Yes. Nice. Mm. nice. That's a Lambert right there. Yeah. You got Lambert up. <laughs> uh, all right, Drew. All right. Uh, you guys said so many good ones. Um, 
no particular order. Mm-hmm. I would have to say I have to say Talib and Mostaf, obviously. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So that's my one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one that you guys miss is Nas and A Z. Oh, come on, episode right now. This doesn't see the light of day. Just amazing. Yeah, Nas and A Z, man. Yeah, those dudes just play so well off each other. And there was another dude named Nature who was oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Was I don't know if the fuck happened to him. Yeah, he was so ill. Yeah, when he got locked up, yeah. I think. But yeah, nature. And then there was a lot of beef there. Neither one of those guys are friends with Nas. Uh, uh, it was just it was weird. It was, a, it was a huge fallout there. I didn't know that. Cormega was a very underrated dude, though. He was. Side note. Mega. I got to go back on it. He dropped the album, right? Did mm-hmm. Cormega drop the album? Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it uh, was. It was? It was. I have, a, like, a couple tracks of his on my, my library, but... Um, all right, so um, that's three. Uh, I said Biggie. That's uh, two. This is three. Yeah. Uh, okay. Biggie and uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mm. Ah, Notorious yeah. Thugs. Notorious Thugs. Yep. Collaboration, especially because Biggie took their style yeah. and murdered them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people you know? who stop listening to that song after Biggie because yeah, it's just like, gotta go um, coke coke cut it know the bitch before you caught yourself loving it nigga in the bench fucking it yo you just murdered it son um who else i have to say outcast yeah yeah i know yeah. neil said that yeah. but i feel like that's like the down south like if i was mm-hmm. down south if i grew up in atlanta i would have had the same connection to that album yeah. as i do growing up in brooklyn with yeah. the black star album fair you know enough I mean? yeah they're very atlanta centric and uh, I'm gonna say some new shit, which is, which is, uh, I've never been a huge fan of Buckshot or KRS One mm-hmm. solo. Oh, but they dropped. I mean, I've liked them, but I was just like, everyone's like, "Yo, they're the best." I was like, "Eh, they're all right." Okay. Um, but they dropped a really dope album together. Yeah. Um. um well, uh, it's KRS, really good. KRS was on Duckdown. I think for a was he minute. really? Yeah, that's uh. what that. That's why that album came to be. Is he but. gonna be at the barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we'll find out. He'll be there, ready to Drew battle me. anybody. Yeah, that's Drew me and you're about to find out if he's gonna be there, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's like two different dudes, like just two different styles. Yeah, sure. Yeah. One thing I was surprised that nobody mentioned was. Red Man and Meth. Oh, I was or surprised. Or Pimp C and Bun B. That too. Yeah. UGK. Article mentioned Pimp C, Bun B, uh-huh. and Red Man and Method Man. Because, yeah. uh, again, two guys that yep. loved their weed. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Bun B and Pimp C loved their pimping, yeah. uh, respectively. Rest in peace, Pimp C. I, I, don't, I, I don't know, man. I love Med, Method Man. I love Red Man. But I feel like back then, I don't know if I would fuck with their 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 uh, collaboration. Now. Really? Yeah, they dropped the album together. They did. Right? It was the Blackout. Yeah, the Blackout. Yeah, yeah. that Blackout and the Blackout too. Yeah. Classic? Uh, would you guys say it was a classic? Mm, no, I no, mean, right? it was. I would say um, I wouldn't give it. No, I, I wouldn't give it. A they classic. were just like the cool dudes you would want to hang out with. However, yeah, yeah. what I will say is how high is one of the dopest 
collaborations. Like that that was I think their kind of peak. Oh, the movie? No, 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 no the oh. song. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, look yeah. Up in the sky, it's yeah, a bird, yeah, it's a plane. yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, like that song, goddamn. You know, cuz I like Redman's solo shit way better than I like them together. Right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which by the way, Redman is fucking timeless when it comes like yo he's dude. so nice yeah. muddy he's, waters dude yeah oh man yeah, yeah. he went like triple platinum one time yeah With, well he i mean that you know there is debate and i think rightfully so that he held up he put def jam on its on his back in the 90s when they were on the ropes because he was selling yeah was he was he did put up numbers yo he put up some serious yeah. fucking numbers man but, but now them dudes look terrible. Mm. Yeah, like when I see him on social media, I'm just like, yo, this nigga look like he's 86. They lived, uh, they lived a fast life. Yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah. a lot of touring in their uh, 20s and uh, those, early those decades. Stack that up, up and smoke tour took a lot out of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't. I don't know if you can have a life of consistent partying and have that not tear at you. I don't know, man. But. That is the show. Uh, we did it. Yeah. Uh, Brooklyn, thank you we did for it. having me, man. Uh, thank, thank you for you coming through, so man. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was amazing. A lot of fun. I, uh, I, I knew I, when you posted something, Drew, it was about um, – oh, it was that. We were talking about Prodigy, I think. Uh, you, or you posted something about Prodigy. We were going back oh, and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I got to get – I got to get this motherfucker <laughs> on the show, man, because <laughs> there uh, there's too much hip-hop shit happening. Um, but, Drew, uh, you got anything to plug before we get out of here? Um, I have a new show at, uh, I have two shows. I have, uh, a monthly at, uh, Jerome's in the city. And that's the second Tuesday of every month, except for this month, it's going to be the 21st. And I have a bi-monthly show at high dive uh-huh. in, uh, Park Slope. Dope. Which is, uh, the f- I don't know. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Just follow you me on what? Twitter, man. You put me on the spot. Yeah. Find find Drew on Twitter, man. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Nasser, you got anything you want to throw out there? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Nasser the Khan. I'm starting. I'm also starting a show, a new monthly show. It'll be every third Thursday at this bar called Pacific Standard. Right wow. Yeah, I know, that I know of it. It's yeah. a very yeah. cool place. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's called Standard Time. I'm hosting with my good buddy Gideon Hambright. It's oh, gonna be nice. a lot of fun. He's yeah. a good dude. Yeah, good he's dude. good money, man. Love that guy. Very nice. What uh, what do you got going on? Um, June seventh. Uh, I will be at No Fun Bar uh, for um, Todd Montesi's show, nice. um, the UGG Comedy Show, yep. Underground yeah. Comedy, one of the longest running shows. Yeah, uh, comedy scene, and I'll be having it at about nine o'clock. And uh, yeah, follow me on the social medias. Go, uh, yep. go find him there. Uh, what do I got going on? Uh, well, this is gonna be up today, uh, which is the first. Uh, so I'm going to be chilling the next couple of weeks, but, uh, if you want to go find me on the 14th, I'll be at UG comedy. Uh, and then on the 16th, I have a show somewhere in Brooklyn Heights and I don't know where that is, but if you follow me on gymsearchcomedy.com or yep. on Twitter, you'll find out where I'm at. Yep, uh, mm-hmm. so thank you guys for listening. And of thank course you. go, ah, get out of here. Um, mm-hmm. 
Go uh, to Swatches and Boom on Twitter. Yep. Follow us there. Uh, you can download us on iTunes, uh, and also you can uh, get us get at us on Stitcher. Email us. Yeah, email us. Send us shit. Uh, you can uh, find us at Swatches and Boomboxes at yep. gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Send us any requests for albums. We'd love to hear from you. And yep. if you want to fact check us on any of the dope shit that we said. Yep. We'll certainly read because we want. We'll reach out because we definitely don't want to half step and rate the show. Rate yeah, the show. rate it. Give us five stars. Try and give us six. Yep. See if iTunes will let you do that. <laughs> I don't know the rules on that, but I'm sure if you contact Apple and ask them about it hard enough, we might be able to get a six star. Uh, Drew Nasser, thank you guys again for coming through. Thank you very thank much. You pleasure. Definitely. And. Uh, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And you guys out there, keep listening. And we love you. Bye.